He's the type of chef that will, no matter what's happening during service, no matter how busy we are, he will put me above any of his other priorities. And if I'm stuck on something, he'll come over and he'll just show me why what I'm doing is wrong and he'll just really, in a nice, calm way, um, explain how to do it right. Today on Dirty Linen, we are chatting to Will Edwards. I came across Will on the internet the other day because he is the winner of Apprentice of the Year in the Golden Plate Awards celebrating hospitality in regional Victoria. Will is an apprentice at Jack Rabbit Vineyard and I am super happy to welcome you to the show, Will. So good to be here. I was uh, pretty stoked when I found out. Um, that this was happening. So, yeah, <laughs> really, really good to be here. Well, oh, it's great to have you. Um, I mean, we talk to so many different people on this show, you know, at, at you know various positions and levels and stages of their careers, um, but it's so exciting to talk to an apprentice. Uh, tell us about a bit about yourself. Like, wh- what do you do at Jack Rabbit? Well, I'm a second-year apprentice as of now um, in the restaurant at Jack Rabbit. Um, absolutely loving it. Um, yeah, just working every day, just seeing, seeing how, what I can learn from each day with the chefs around me and yeah, it's, it's really good. It's really good. I'm loving it. Um, so Jackrabbits of uh, sorry, Jackrabbit's a vineyard on the Ballerine, so, you know, near Geelong, just west of Melbourne. It's um, For someone who hasn't been there, can you describe the venue and all the different sort of offerings that you've got there? Yeah, so we're a coastal fine dine, um, uh, just sort of 20 minutes out from Geelong, um, f- probably five minutes from Port Arlington, uh, a view that, the first time I saw it, I was amazed and I haven't got sick of it every day driving into work. Um, and, yeah, somewhere – it's somewhere where I just feel really lucky to be um, as as an apprentice. Um, yeah, great, friendly, relatable, talented chefs in the kitchen with me that I adore working with, so – yeah, really happy with where I'm at at the moment. How did you find your way there? Um, so I was in I'd ne- I've I'd grown up 5 minutes from the restaurant, but I had never even sort of realized that it was there purely because I I had never been sort of much of a much of a foodie, hadn't really um didn't really know much about the industry at all, really. Um but I was in year 12 in high school and uh, I just started like hearing about people going to cafes and going out for coffees and things like that just on their weekends on nice sunny days and stuff and I just had this weird sort of interest in it and um, just sort of wanted to learn more about it and uh, I'd always loved eating food um, my whole life uh, and I went to the um, careers counsellor at my high school and just said, like, I love eating food. I want to learn more about the industry and sort of how can I find my way into it. And uh, I was lucky enough to 
get an opportunity to do a couple weeks work experience in the restaurant at Jackrabbit. And um, after that, lucky enough to uh, get a job there in the kitchen just as a kitchen hand, casual hours while I was still at school. Um, And then, yeah, finished up year 12 and they put me on as an apprentice and I looked back. Um, that's so good. I mean, it's it's really interesting. We've actually chatted to a few people on the podcast recently who have, you know, lamented the fact that hospitality is often not really that spoken about at schools and, you know, that careers counsellors don't aren't proactive in suggesting that it might be a really good pathway for people. I mean, what was what was your experience? It sounds like you you had to take it to them rather than them suggesting it for you. Yeah, so um also forgot to mention I I used to come home from school and I used to like get on YouTube and just for some reason had this fascination with with cooking um these people cooking on these YouTube videos and I sort of got into I'm not sure if you guys oh well you probably definitely do know the um Bon Appetit thing that they had in the US um, I used to watch their videos and I got really fascinated with the things that they were doing. Um, and I was thinking about food journalism from that, but I sort of thought to myself, I know nothing about food and I don't know how to cook. Um, if I want to get into food journalism, I should probably start learning a bit more about it. Um, and I was like, just to myself, I was like, well, first step, let's just learn about food and let's learn how to cook. So I went into the kitchen. Um, yeah, and I hadn't really, I've, I've loved the kitchen and I haven't really thought too much about food journalism since then. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, mate, yeah. well, I don't need the competition. So you, you stay <laughs> cooking. And- <laughs> yeah. No, um, I, I've just, yeah. It's been it's been so amazing actually learning to cook and learning how to operate in a commercial kitchen. So yeah. That's amazing. So what do you love about it? Oh, I just I think um well it was only the other day we were this is just an example. We were we were fully booked um on a Monday and we didn't have a great amount of staff on due to just, you know, Mondays. Um and we like it was really busy, but I just felt like we we worked so we worked so great as a team together, and just like everything that was going out, it just looked so amazing, and everyone wanted to get it perfect, but we we're all sort of supporting each other along the way, and I think just the feeling of overcoming that service um together was just something that just made me really happy at the end of the day. I don't know. It's just sort of the whole the whole team aspect of the kitchen I just love so much, especially with the kitchen I'm in. Um, yeah. And um, is, I mean, have you played a lot of sport or anything? Like has team, team action been a big thing for you in the past? I think, I think that's definitely what it comes from because I – yeah, obviously it wasn't till a couple of years ago when I started cooking and before then I was just a huge sporty, um, played a few sports my whole life and I think it's it's definitely sort of come from there that sort of comparing the kitchen 
environment to a team sort of going out and winning a game sort of, yeah. Yeah, interesting. And what about the actual food side of it? I mean, you you were already in the kitchen at home and watching those cooking videos. I mean, what is it about food itself that really appeals to you? Well, I'd also, I've been, um, I've been really into art most of my life. And I, I think also the art side of just perfecting or making a plate look as beautiful as you can, um, like the whole technique around that, I, I, I feel like I found an interest in from that art background. Um, and, yeah, just sort of the, the fascination with the industry in that people, people can make a day out of coming to the restaurant and sort of making their day or their week a little bit better just by sitting down and having a really nice um, meal and, you know, just being being treated uh, to some really nice uh, service, I think. Yeah, so I, I think it was just the, the whole making people happy was the, uh, was the thing that I really wanted to do and I felt like food was a good way to do that. Mm. And tell me about the other people at Jackrabbit. Like, tell me about your employers. Tell me about your head chef. You know, how, um, and the process of actually learning what you're learning. Yeah. So we've got um, Dwayne is executive chef, um, and he he yeah. So he sort of drives drives what we are doing. Um, at Jackrabbit and he, he's just extremely talented. Um, and I've sort of over the years sort of gained a lot of respect for him just because he's the type of chef that will like, obviously being an apprentice, it's put me in a great position, but he's the type of chef that will, no matter what's happening during service, no matter how busy we are, he will, he will sort of put me, above any of his other priorities sort of dropping what he's doing and if I'm stuck on something he'll come over and like he'll just be like so methodical in how he'll just show me why what I'm doing is wrong and he'll just really in a nice calm way um, explain how to do it right and I think I've it's just I don't know I've just gained such a respect for someone doing something like that. And so, um, yeah, he's a great, he's been great to have in that position. Eli, the head chef, he, um, I've developed a really close relationship with him. Uh, he's been some, he's, he's very young for his position. Um, and I feel like just someone sort of around the same or similar age to me, it's just been really nice to have there. Um, someone you can joke around with, but in the kitchen, but at the same time, he's, he wants the food to be perfect and he wants, he wants everyone to have a really nice time, not only the customers, but also our staff. And so, um, yeah, I feel like 
I'm one in a really, I've been in a really great environment to learn, but also at the same time, they have a big priority of everyone enjoying their day and everyone actually really wanting to come to work in the morning. So, yeah. Um, yeah. It just sounds like you've landed in, in such a good place. I mean, had, had you been aware or does anyone talk about, you know, the hospitality industry often has a reputation of being, you know, really tough, like not super well paid, you know, not everyone's paid, you know, according to the award um, or, you know, has, has the correct conditions. Were you aware of any of that stuff and, you know, have, have people talked to you about th- that the industry's changed or changing? Um, well, yeah, I, I, I definitely heard the odd joke joke or two about, you know, back when I was an apprentice and things like that. But um, I, I, I feel I feel like um, just from small small stories about, you know, back when I was in this kitchen, it was just shambles and we were working ridiculous hours and things like that. But yeah, I. I, I have I have been made aware of it, but I also it's more just come from um, just my own sort of enjoyment and just yeah my own sort of enjoyment with what I've been doing and what they've been what I've put into the what I've put into my job and all that they've given back to me has just sort of made me feel a sense of gratitude to where I'm at. Yeah. Mm, So great. And is there a study component of your apprenticeship that you're doing at the moment as well? Uh, I had, since I started, I had been in an on-site situation with um, Box Hill TAFE. Um, So they would, Jason from, from over there would come down every fortnight and, um, yeah, just go through books and pracs here and there with me. But I've I've just recently decided to switch over to the Gordon Tafe in Geelong um, for my my next year of my apprenticeship. Um, so yeah, feeling feeling happy and comfortable and eager with that side of everything. And so you'll be going on site there a, a day or two a week, will you? I believe so, yeah, a day a, day a week um, over at the Gordon, which is only, yeah, like 20-minute drive away from my house, so I'm pretty excited. So, Will, let's talk about the Golden Plate Awards. Um, do, I mean, so exciting to win Apprentice of the Year. That is really incredible. Congratulations on that achievement. Um, tell us about the awards and what you had to do to get the gong. So... I I was I I could not believe it when I found out to be honest I was I did not <laughs> fancy my chances at all I I was pretty happy with um with what I'd done um so it was a competition held at Comcater in Melbourne in South Melbourne um and it was five other apprentices from around the region um, sort of a little little mystery box cooking competition in this in this kitchen, and um, so yeah, I, I was I'd never done a comp before, 
um, before that, and I was I was so like I was so nervous and stuff like that. Um, I just went there and just did my best, and um, and then a couple couple weeks later, they held the Golden Plate Awards at Flying Brick um, in Wellington, and yeah, they they just announced. Uh, that I'd won and they were really impressed and I was just over the moon. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> Mum and Dad were crying and, <laughs> yeah. That's I was so good. Super, super stoked, yeah. Well, tell us about the dish that you did. Um, so it was a – they gave us a chicken breast with um, with some different vegetables and they – specifically wanted us to do a hollandaise and also a rice pilaf and they gave us a recipe for those two which was which made it a bit nicer on me um and uh so yeah it was a I did a grilled chicken breast with the hollandaise and rice pilaf and then some um grilled corn and sauteed broccolini and then They'd thrown a potato in the mystery box and I was just like, God, I don't have much time. You know, what am I going to do? I have to use all the ingredients. Um, Well, I'm not sure if I had to, but I really wanted to. Um, And I was like, what am I going to do with this potato? And I don't remember. It might have been a few months before. they, They had a sort of a potato crisp situation in the restaurant on our um on our smoked eel dish and I was just like I've got a mandolin and there's a fryer in the kitchen so it's something quick and could look beautiful on the dish at the end of it so I ended up doing that and um it ended up it looked really nice on the dish at the end and I was really happy with it and the judges actually were (laughs) were really impressed and that was something that they um, spoke about in the announcement and I was just I was just like thank god this eel dish <laughs> um, <laughs> I was yeah because yeah it was it was just such um, I know I put myself under so much pressure pressure and I wanted to get everything done within the time limit and it just sort of made the most sense to me doing a little few potato chips um, so yeah I was really happy. Yeah, well, a bit of crunch is always good in a dish, isn't it? Yeah, and that, that's something they, they mentioned. They said that their textures were were really beautiful in it and I was I was quite chuffed, yeah. That's amazing. Um, have you ever had the opportunity to put a dish up at the restaurant? Um, no, not at the restaurant. Um, one of my one of my pracs that I had in – so I, I actually worked um, – for about a year in the cafe part of Jackrabbit. So obviously there's the, there's, there's the, there's the cafe and also across the road from that, there's um, the fine dining restaurant, which I've been in for the second year of my apprenticeship. Um, and during that, during that first year, there was a little prac where I had to basically just, um, create a dish and sort of do the costs and things like that around the dish. Yeah, so I I did a um a chicken thigh 
which I stuffed and rolled up with. Um, I stuffed it with halloumi and basil and olive and uh, wrapped it up in prosciutto. Um, and that was something which I had just done um, a few months recently at home from one of those cooking YouTube videos I was talking about. It was just something fun that I wanted to try at home. And, um, yeah, I ended up taking inspiration from that and putting it on the menu as a little special in the cafe um, with a pepperonata and little herb risoni. Um, and that was that was pretty big for me because, yeah, it was my own dish sort of. Um, it was something little but... Yeah, that was that was a really exciting moment for me. Yeah, it's so good. It sounds delicious as well. Yeah, I was I was chuffed. Yeah, good on you. Now you you mentioned that your mum and dad were at the awards and, and just super proud of you. I mean, how do they view what you're doing? Uh, they yeah they they are extremely proud. So they um my uncle my mum's brother has had been a chef for quite a few years and um I think when I when I told them that I sort of wanted to be a chef they were they were just really happy and they were just like oh we better tell your uncle um and yeah they 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 definitely they definitely recognize the the nature of the industry and um how it can it can take quite the toll in, in some situations sort of mentally and physically and they are just extremely proud of me on sort of how I've approached it and how sort of hungry I've been to get the most I can possibly get out of it. Um, yeah, they're just, they're really proud of me, yeah. It's really nice to have sort of their support every day. So good. Um, yeah. So, Will, what of the future? What you know? Where can you see this all going? Um, uh, I I haven't thought about it too much. I really want to travel. I really want to see the world, and I really want to experience the food in other parts of the world. And I, I think I've I've really um, I'm really lucky in that I'm sort of setting myself up for something like that, um, you know, rather than sort of just being a tourist and just going to some cafe in Italy or something, I feel, I feel like I've, I'm almost setting myself up a little base knowledge that I can, so I can really get the most out of an experience like that. Um, uh, and I've, I've always, I don't know. I don't know if it's a bit weird or not, but uh, I've always sort of admired being able to um, cook a sort of really nice, healthy food for my family, and um, I've always wanted to learn how to cook so that um, you know, one day, if hopefully I can have kids and have a family, I can. Um, just help let them enjoy food. Um, yeah, I mean that's it's a it's a great thing to be able to offer 
a kit, isn't it, to have such a good atmosphere around food and good healthy food in the house? Yeah, yeah, and that yeah, that's something that I've uh, it's I've really sort of thought about um, in terms of my future, and yeah. Yeah, so good. And definitely the travel thing. I mean, it's, yeah, cooking is such an amazing skill to be able to not only take with you, but to keep building on as you travel around the world. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's Obviously, it's been a pretty disrupted couple of years, and that's been the, the two years that you've been just starting your career as a chef. I mean, how have you coped with all the disruptions and, you know, closing and opening and everything of COVID? At the start, it was... Um... Well, yeah, it, it was it was a bit frustrating um, being in in my position and being so keen to get in the kitchen and learn every day and enjoy it. Um, so I was, yeah, I was pretty upset um, during those first first couple Victoria lockdowns. Um, but I was very very lucky that um, Lindsay and uh yeah Lindsay and her partner um own other venues around close by and uh, a couple of those actually opened up for takeaway and uh sort of take home services and she was she had been um she has she definitely puts her her staff very high up in her priority and I was lucky enough to get into um another kitchen and you know I was I was with other chefs that were based in that kitchen as well as um my own from Jackrabbit and uh that was that was a really good experience that was that was the only other kitchen I've worked in um and just getting seeing what it's like in another kitchen and around other chefs and how how people in other kitchens do things it was it was actually a really good experience for me um, during during the lockdowns. Love it. Oh, well, I'm glad that you managed to, yeah, drag a positive out of those experiences. That's that's really fantastic. Um, Will, is there anything else that you want to talk about or that you'd love to say? Oh, well, I'm not sure if it's any good for the po- podcast, but I, I uh, I'm, yeah, I've, I'm, I've been a big follower of your, of yours for, for a while and I'm just really, really happy with the opportunity that, that you've uh, given me being on the podcast. I was um, I was really really chuffed when I when I found out that you when you posted that thing on your Instagram. Um, yeah, it's just been really great talking to someone in your position. Well, it's really great for me to talk to someone in your position, and I think you know what I loved about when I saw the post about your award. I mean, I you know, I loved your smiling face and, you know, the fact that you've attained this, this achievement. But I think what I also could really feel was the pride that your employers have in you. And there really is this sense that, um, yeah, that they took so much joy in your achievement. And I think that's so nice. It's just so nice to get a, get a feeling, um, of that, that real, uh, family vibe and collegial feeling and, and just a just a really nice positive um, thing for the industry which has obviously been bruised and battered quite a bit over the last couple of years yeah definitely yeah I've 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 just I have definitely fell in love with the um, the team environment that I've been that I've been put in at Jackrabbit and uh, yeah I, that that's 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 a thing with 
sort of looking towards the future in that, um, you know, I'd love to be in other kitchens and I'd love to, well, I probably, I definitely will go out and see, see um, what it's like in other places. But the situation I'm in at Jackrabbit, I couldn't ask for any more from them. They've given me so much. So, um, yeah, I'm really happy with where I'm at. Good on you. Well, I look forward to eating your food one day, hopefully before too long. But um, thank you so much for having a chat to us today, Will. It's really, really fantastic to hear from you. Thank you so much for having me. It's been really good. This is Dirty Linen and I'm Danny Vallant. We air the issues that the hospitality industry finds hard to talk about, hearing from different people with unique perspectives. We want to hear from you as well. If you have something that needs to be said about a topic, get in touch so we can include your perspective. Contact us at dirtylinen at deepintheweeds.com.au or hit us up on Insta at Dirty Linen Podcast. We can't wait to hear from you. This.